The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's best hybrid mattress five years running. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Imagine someone taking your mother hostage, assaulting her, beating her, raping her, the whole time you fear for her life, and the whole time you blame yourself. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. Listen to this. We had a watering and fish hawk. And some dude just, uh, some shit just ran out of the dude's car. Look like her hands were tied and she ran out of the car. She couldn't help me. He just uh, grabbed her and put her back in my car. What's the address? Uh, it's Walgreens and Fishhawk. I don't know the address. What kind of vehicle are you in? Uh, it's a blue SUV. Looks like an Enclave. Can't be sure though. Is uh, like it tight? Does look like it? The, um, trying to get the license plate. It looks like GLH. M32, it's a dark, dark blue SUV. If an attacker would grab a woman at Walgreens and fight with her in public, the whole time her hands are tied and she's screaming for help, what will he do when he gets her alone behind closed doors? Listen. At about 9.05 last night, over on Fish Hog near the Walgreens. Witnesses saw what appeared to be a female 
With her hands tied behind her back, she was screaming for help. They then saw her being forced back into a vehicle by a male. Male put the seatbelt across her and then they took off. When the witnesses reported it, we, they had a good tag number. There was surveillance at the Walgreens. Okay, I just heard something very interesting. So he's kidnapping the woman at this Walgreens, brazen, arrogant. People are seeing what's happening. He's not even doing it secretly. She's screaming her head off. Her hands are tied or handcuffed or zip tied. He's really not making a secret about it. Throws her into the car. But then he puts the seatbelt over her. Does anybody see the dichotomy between those actions and then the putting the seatbelt across her chest? With me, an all-star panel to make sense of what we know right now. But first, I want to go to Gloria Gomez, court reporter with Fox 13 in Tampa Bay. Gloria Gomez, thank you for being with us. Where is Walgreens and Fishhawk? Where is that? That's in the Tampa Bay area, and it's, it's a little suburb of Tampa and very, very populated. I mean, a lot of people in that community, uh, it's, it's a growing family community. Family community. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Is this inner city? Is it a rural area where you drive? Like I had to do growing up, you know, 25 minutes just to get to a McDonald's. Um, or was it a, a suburb, but you're saying a family suburban type setting? It's a growing suburb community. Outside of Tampa? How far from Tampa? I, I would say about 25 minutes from Tampa. So a lot of people probably work in Tampa and they live there. Exactly. So that's very unusual. Just off the cuff to Greg Smith joining us, Special Deputy Sheriff Johnson County Sheriff's Office, the Executive Director of Kelsey Smith Foundation. You can find him at Kelsey'sArmy.com. Greg, thanks for being with us. The reason I'm asking is because we expect kidnappings, armed kidnappings, people zip tied and thrown into cars in big cities like, you know, Detroit, LA, Atlanta, inner city Atlanta, uh, Chicago. But really, uh, a, a bedroom community outside of Tampa, at Tampa Bay, that kind of defies statistics, right? Well, yes and no. I mean, my daughter's kidnapping happened in Overland Park, Kansas, a suburb of Kansas City, Missouri. And um, I, there was that was the only abduction that took place in the county that year. So they can happen anywhere. Are they statistically more likely to happen in big cities? Yeah, sure. You know, Greg Smith, you just stated so perfectly one of my messages I try to get out all the time. You think crime is not going to enter your world. It can and it will. It doesn't matter what color you are, uh, your origins, where you're from, whether you've got a PhD or you dropped out of school in the third grade. It doesn't matter because crime can find you no matter where you are, even in this suburban community outside beautiful Tampa Bay. So l- let me go back to Gloria Gomez, court reporter, Fox 13, Tampa Bay. Gloria, describe what we know about the kidnap itself. You were hearing someone, uh, a call made, made by Randall Crosby calling 911 when he saw what was happening. What exactly did Crosby see? He saw a woman getting out of a car with her hands tied, struggling to get out, yelling for help, and suddenly she sees a man coming out of the store 
grabs her, throws her in the back seat of the car, gets her in the car and takes off with her. That's the, what he saw as he was working at the Walgreens that day. And immediately he called 911. Ah, got it. So he was working there. So he was looking through the glass. And what time of the day or night was this? I believe it was in the early morning hours. When you say early morning hours, do you mean like 7 a.m. when people are getting ready to go to work and they're just hitting the road with their coffee? Or are you talking about 1 or 2 a.m. in the middle of the night? I believe it was in the middle of the night. Okay. You know what? How many times, Kathleen Murphy, have I told a jury... Nothing good happens after midnight. And now my twins say, thank goodness, I hope I brainwashed them. With me, Kathleen Murphy, family lawyer out of North Carolina. And let me tell you something. We say family law. It's all nice and cozy like a Hallmark card. It ain't. Okay. Some of the most bitter cases I've ever seen start, stem with family law. Kathleen Murphy at ncdomesticlaw.com. Kathleen, you're a trial lawyer. Why does so much go down after midnight? Well, not only am I a trial lawyer, but I'm a mother. And my husband's a rally fireman. And we hear after midnight all of the horrible things. And it is they preach to my children, don't go out after midnight. So when this guy sees this woman come out of the car and it's late night, early morning, you have to have your spidey senses up at that point. He was smart. Another thing that's so brazen about this, Karen Stark, not just the fact that, you know, we're, we're getting on 3, 4, 5, 6 a.m. in the morning. People are starting to get up and get about. Is that he's in public. I mean, if he'll do this in a Walgreens parking lot, what will he do if and when he gets this woman alone? In a structure like a house or in the car he forced her into. With me, a Karen Stark, renowned New York psychologist, joining us. She's at KarenStark.com. That's Karen with a C. Karen, I mean, if he'll do, what does that tell you about the mindset of the perp? He's in public doing this. Nancy, he has grandiosity. This man has no feeling that anything bad is going to happen. That, that he can do whatever he wants, wherever he wants. And there will be no consequences. He's not even thinking about, well, what if somebody saw? What if someone will see? He'll put her back in the car, but it doesn't stop him or make him wonder, gee, will somebody call the police? Because he's thinking only about himself. He's narcissistic. He can't begin to imagine that anything but his little world that he's creating Exist. You know, Kathleen Murphy, I've had it happen to me at trial so many times. I still believe in eyewitnesses and earwitnesses for that matter, but they're always attacked. In fact, it's in the statutory code that eyewitnesses can be questioned on XYZ. Is your vision impaired? Do you have a clear line of vision of what you're, you're talking about? Uh, what was the lighting? At any point, was your vision obstructed? These are points in the law that any lawyer worth their salt knows to go bam, 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 bam. So we've got this guy who is a clerk at Walgreens. It's still dark outside in the early morning hours. How good is his eyewitness account going to be if he's trying to describe the perp? He kind of got a little bit of a tag number there, which I was pretty impressed with. GLH M32, a dark blue SUV. That's pretty good. He knew enough to get that. You don't normally get that. Well, when I heard that he got the tag number, it felt like he was following the perp. So maybe he was pulling into work 
he saw it while he was still in his vehicle. I'm not sure, but it sounded like he was following the the vehicle or that they were still in the parking lot together. I don't think he was in the store. So who attacks a woman at Walgreens in plain view? Why did she have her hands already tied together? Who? Listen. Early Saturday morning, um, we believe that the uh, suspect in this case, Mr. Trevor Summers, uh, had been communicating with a 14-year-old daughter and had asked her to leave a window open so he could come into the house. She did, she did that. Um, he had led the 14-year-old to believe that he just wanted to come over and speak uh, to the mother. Probably around um, in the very early morning hours of Saturday morning, he arrived and he came in the house. Tricking a 14-year-old little girl into leaving a bedroom window open. Take a listen to more from the Hillsborough County Sheriff. Shortly after he came into the house, uh, we have been told at this time that um, he told the 14-year-old to take his car and to wait in the area. She took a couple of the children out of the house at that time and waited in the area for several hours. He was communicating with her uh, by cell phone, and I'm talking about the 14-year-old daughter and Mr. Summers. Um, probably around 5.30 in the morning, he told her to come and pick the other children up, which they, they, they drove back just a few blocks of the house, picked the other children up, and then he allowed her to drive his car uh, to his address. So this adult male tricks the 14-year-old girl into leaving a window open so he can get in and talk to mommy and take the other siblings away. Who advises a 14-year-old little girl to drive a car full of younger children off and wait while you, quote, talk to mommy? Nothing good is happening from that. Listen. So we have a 14-year-old who has all the children, and they drive to the Riverview uh, address where they wait throughout the day, and supposedly he is going to speak to the mother during the day, and they're going to try to work things out. That is what uh, he told the um, 14-year-old. It wasn't until that night, Saturday night, that we, we had previously, we had not been notified of any of this, but that night we get the call at Walgreens where um, a, a female exits a car, appears to have her hands tied, and a, and a male puts her back into the car. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design icon West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of the two companies' shared values of premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. I want to do that. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash Nancy. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. So from Friday until Saturday night, when cops get a call about an unknown female screaming for help with her hands tied in a Walgreens parking lot, nobody, the rest of the family, the cops, nobody knows what's happening. It's Saturday so nobody's missing from work. What happened between Friday and Saturday night? Listen to our friends at Fox 13. Used the Christmas lights to tie me to the bed rails. At one point, being hogtied, the pain was so incredible of shooting pain and spasms through my back from being in that position that I was crying out to him and begging him to please just roll me onto my side. Elisa broke down as she recounted how Summers sexually assaulted her twice and then tried to smother her to death with a pillow. She passed out 
and then woke up in a panic. This woman hogtied with Christmas lights, tied to bed rails, begging as her perp raped her repeatedly. Rachel D. Fisher, special guest joining us, registered nurse and sex assault nurse examiner, expert witness and author of Taking Back the Pen, private investigator. You can find her at Forensic Nursing Consulting. Rachel, when you see a rape victim come into the hospital, what is your immediate action? What, what do you do first? Our first priority is to make sure that they're safe and calm. Uh, we, get, we get a history from them of what happened. We get them to a safe room, make sure the perpetrator is nearby, get them safe, and take a history of what happened. Then what? And then we do an assessment. We do a rape kit if it was a sexual assault where we go through all the areas and we stick swabs into all of the areas that they've been hurt. We photograph the injuries. You know what, Rachel Fisher, uh, I always admire that you are so compassionate and how you treat the victims that come before you. However, this is a time when I want facts. When you say you swab areas, that means you take a really long Q-tip looking thing that's, I would say, seven to nine, five to nine inches long. And you probe the woman's vagina and her anus to determine if there is sperm. You have to do a pelvic exam where you use a speculum to enlarge the vaginal opening so you can look around for trauma. Then you have to take a special comb and comb the pubic hair to find out if there are any other pubic hairs or fibers. Then you basically repeat the process with the woman's anus. Okay? Right? Is that what goes down? Yeah, it's very, basically taking the history of what happened to them, and then in a medical sense, we're essentially redoing it to them. You're exposing them to being penetrated again, and and to be probed and stuck with, with medical devices, and it's it's very re-traumatizing for the patient. It can be, yeah. It really is. You know, women go every day, millions of women every day for a pelvic exam, no big deal, hop up on the table, leave, bam, over. But in this sense, after you've already been raped repeatedly, and a lot of times rape victims are raped vaginally and they're also raped anally, and they don't want to state for some reason that they've been sodomized. I, I don't know why, because I'd want that perp to get his extra 20 to life, but that's just me. I remember one case, Rachel Fisher, of, um, turned out to be a murder, but it started with, a, the guy was a serial rapist, and there was one woman, um, an Asian victim, and she did not want her community or her family or her husband to know she had been raped. It was that so taboo. And what she would say on the stand is that the perp kidnapped her, hogtied her, tied her up, threw her in a trunk, and beat her. She would never, ever admit to the rape. So when you get the rape victims and you're to analyze them, typically, what state, emotional state, are they in? 
So it depends. A lot of times they're just completely in shock and they have a flat affect, can't even say anything. It's hard for them to even talk about it because what they went through was so traumatic. So to retell us everything is traumatic in and of itself. And then to have us do this whole examination on them. Sometimes they're erratic. Sometimes they laugh. They have different reactions to trauma, but it is traumatizing to go through that and then to have to come to a complete stranger in a cold room and take off your clothes and expose yourself all over again. So that's why as an examiner, we look at everything, even, you know, if they don't say that there was an anal assault, we still examine that. We still take swabs because you could get DNA, you could see injuries, but they don't always remember the events, especially when asphyxiation is involved um, or strangulation or they pass out. They don't remember everything that happened. So it's important that while, they're there with us that we look at all the places they don't even tell us about you know um i'm just going to ask if anybody on the panel disagrees tell me is or is there something or anybody here in the studio sid jack everybody is there something that is so painful that happened to you or that you witnessed that you have never talked about it i don't care what it is i'm not going to ask you what it is of course there is i mean so I imagine that there are a lot of rape victims out there that never come forward. They never want to talk about it. It's like reliving it. Karen Stark, uh, not only a renowned New York psychologist, but a friend, longtime colleague. Um, Karen, what is that? Why are there things that hurt so much at the time that you have never once talked about them? Usually the reason is that people feel shame, humiliation, guilt. It's very hard when you think about it. And these are victims, but they wind up feeling like there's something I should have done or I should have prevented it. And it's embarrassing to have to admit that you've been through a situation like this, that someone has violated you. It's, it's really awful that people can't talk about it because as a psychologist, the more that you talk about it, the better it actually is. You get it out of you. You find out you're not alone. But until you're in a situation where you're willing to do that, people keep it to themselves. That's why if you ask that question that you asked, almost everybody has something that they've never shared. And they feel humiliated and shameful about it. Or another thing, Karen Stark, is it feels like it's happening all over again. It feels like you're reliving it. You know how many years I went without talking about Keith's murder, my fiance's murder? I hated talking about it. I wouldn't even tell people in the DA's office that I worked with for 10 straight years. No, I never mention it because it feels like it's happening all over again. So you were just hearing this woman as she described being tied up with Christmas lights, hogtied, and repeatedly raped. I'm just trying to take in everything that has happened to this mother and what the daughter, the 14-year-old girl, who probably feels like it's her fault for letting him through the window. I mean, Gloria Gomez joining me, Fox 13 Tampa, incredible investigative reporter. How... Did he convince the 14-year-old girl to leave the window open for him to get in? Actually, I interviewed Arden Summers, and she's 19 now. And she says that she believed her dad. She, why wouldn't she? It's her dad. 
she thought that it was going to be a situation where she was going to be helpful in, in working things out between her parents. I mean, what kid doesn't want their parents to stay together? That's what she wanted. She was 14 years old. She's listening to her dad convince her, basically lie to her that he was going to try to work things out with his, you know, her mom. And so she believed it. She was a kid. She followed her instructions from her dad. Leave the window unlocked so I can come in and talk to your mom, work things out. She did that. And now she feels guilty about it. She told me that recently. Greg Smith, a special deputy sheriff, joining us at Kelsey's Army. I guess it wouldn't dawn on a, a child. Why would dad come through the window? Why doesn't he just come through the door? No, I mean, a, a kid's going to trust their parents. Your your parents are your parents, no matter what's going on, what's happened. And if there's uh, unrest in the house, the parents aren't getting along. The kids always want to try to get some kind of resolution between the parents um, so that there's some kind of normalcy in the family. You know, Kathleen Murphy, you've seen it all. Uh, Kathleen Murphy joining me out of North Carolina at ncdomesticlaw.com. It's really the children who suffer so much in every kind of domestic situation. Doing this for as long as I've done this, 33 years, it pains me to this day to see these children and what they have to put up with through the court system, whether it's a criminal court system or a family court system or a juvenile court system, it's always the children. And I just have to shout out to this young lady because she takes it on and she needs to know very clearly that she's manipulated by a narcissist, by a manipulator. Well, you know what? If you think it can't get worse than being hogtied and, and with Christmas lights and repeatedly raped, it can. Listen. You came in and you put the pillow over my face with full force. Okay. Um, in your statement here in this courtroom, um, you said that uh, the look on my face was of death or of murder. Evil and hatred. I believe your statement was uh, that you knew, you knew I was going to kill you when you saw my face. Correct? Yes. How did you know what was in my heart? How did you know what was in my mind? All I saw was an expression of evil and hatred. And at that time, my thought is, he's here to kill me. I'm going to die. What an idiot. He is actually questioning his victim. How did you know I was going to kill you? Well, that didn't help anything. Listen to our friends at Fox 13. Elisa cried as she recounted how Summers tried to smother her to death and later raped her twice. Summers tried to suggest it was consensual during an awkward cross-examination. That only triggered a fiery response. Did I hold you down? You did push me. You did hold me down. You did tie me up. You did attack me and you did break into my home when I was sleeping. You raped me. Gloria Gomez, what in the hay is this idiot doing questioning his own rape victim? And how dare he suggest it was consensual 
that he tie her up with Christmas lights and hog tie her and rape her over and over. Nancy, you got to understand, Trevor Summers thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. He thinks he can manipulate the entire situation, that the jury was going to believe him, that he was just trying to work things out with Elisa. But every question he asked just made it worse. And that jury, I was watching them. They were literally piercing at him during this cross-examination, knowing that he's once again re-victimizing her. And there she is on the stand having to relive the entire thing. Listen. Described as obsessed and controlling when it came to his estranged wife, Elisa. She believed that the defendant, Trevor Summers, was going to kill her. They say on March 11th of 2017, he tricked his daughter, Arden, who was 14 at the time, to let him into the house, despite having a restraining order against him. Once inside, he attacked Elisa and held her against her will before kidnapping her. She is hogtied at points. She is tied with Christmas tree lights, tied down to her bed. And then more. Take a listen to our friend Gloria Gomez, Fox 13. Summers stopped at a Walgreens, and that's when Elisa, with her arms tied behind her back, tried to get away. Call the police. Randall Crosby was working at Walgreens at the time and witnessed all of it. Seen and heard a woman uh, running and screaming in the parking lot. He says a man he identified as Summers forced the woman back into the car and took off. A blanket that was draped over her was left in the parking lot. As police closed in, Summers wrote goodbye letters to his five children and tried to kill Elisa twice by choking her and nearly smothering her to death. Kathleen Murphy, family lawyer, joining us out of North Carolina, trial veteran. Kathleen, the single most dangerous time, and I'm guessing Rachel Fisher is going to agree, as well as Karen Stark, for a woman is when she is trying to leave and she will not reconcile with the male. That is correct. But in this particular situation, they were not together immediately prior to this crime occurring, which is interesting. I think he was trying to reconcile. Remember, they were meeting up You're right. to, quote, talk about the divorce, or at least Gloria Gomez, Fox 13, he wanted to talk about the upcoming divorce and stop it. I don't think she felt the same way. Well, a, a lot of it was rooted also that she started seeing someone and he found out about it. So that triggered that response of I'm going to get her back or no one else is going to have her. And Karen Stark, he thinks uh, in his effort to get her back, sneaking in through the window, having the 14-year-old drive away with the other four minor children and what, hide out in the car and hog-tying her with Christmas lights and raping her over and over, that's somehow going to woo her back? Well, Nancy, you are being very rational. I mean, this is not a guy who's sitting there and thinking, well, what is the rational thing for me to do here? Obviously, he feels like my ego has been bruised. She's with somebody else. I don't want this to happen. It's not about I want to have a good life. I want to have a good life. I want my children to be okay. It's about him. It's about him. She can't leave me. She can't do this to me. And I'm getting revenge.
The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Don't let a bad mattress stand between you and a good night's sleep. Lisa Mattress can help. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer incredible comfort and support at every price point. Collectively, their mattresses have over 20,000 five-star reviews. Delivery is free, returns are easy, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your own home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off Select Mattresses Plus, two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Easy Breathe Ventilation. You've got to win that battle against musty, damp basement air with the Easy Breathe Ventilation System. Listen, I've got a basement, I know. Take charge of your indoor air. It's easy with basement ventilation to remove musty odors, pollutants, allergens, airborne particles by 85%. An Easy Breathe Ventilation System creates air exchanges for cleaner, fresher, healthy indoor air. And right now, get $250 off your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. Just call 866-822-7328 or go to TakeChargeOfYourAir.com today. Thanks, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. What can you tell me, Gloria Gomez, about the goodbye letters he wrote to their five children. What did those letters say? He talked about how he wanted a better life for them, that, you know, that mommy and daddy were going to miss them and that this had to be done. And he basically said that they loved him, that he loved the children, but this was the way it had to be. And that was it. You know, I think that would be my biggest fear is to be separated from my children, uh, Karen Stark. And here is a mother of five who finally gets free of this guy. She's rebuilding her life. She's the one living with the five children and taking care of them. When this a-hole comes through the window, 
kidnaps her, rapes her over and over, tries to smother her multiple times. I think the worst part of all of that would be being taken away from your children. Can you imagine five children left without mother? And and we know, Nancy, that there are situations where the outcome is not as good as this one, where children are left without their mother. And it's it's horrific. I think two of the young children were actually in the room when he first entered. And the whole time he was in touch with his daughter, with the 14-year-old. And she is blaming herself, absolutely blaming herself for having let her dad go in through the window. And they were really just trying to get their family back together again. There was a new man, and they were not happy about that. They were so innocent. They were really innocent. And here she is thinking, that's it. I'm going to lose my five children. This is the end. I can only imagine what was going through her mind during all of this. Well, it didn't end there. And we can only thank Crosby from Walgreens for saving this woman's life. Listen. This morning we had a citizen who alerted us that a car fitting that description was parked right in this area. And it's in the area of the crime scene tape uh, close to me. Uh, we converged on this area. Uh, the uh, car left and traveled about, um, you know, um, within a mile of this area and, and went into a, um, a garage area, a carport area of a, of a house that's built on stilts and just parked there. The uh, deputies, some uh, uniformed and some plainclothes deputies, converged on that address and uh, attempt to rescue um, the victim. You know, um, interesting, I mentioned David Crosby as calling police when he sees the victim being forced into a car with her hands tied. But then another citizen, this is very reminiscent of the Gabby Petito case, when the whole country was looking for Gabby Petito. And then a civilian, Red, White, and Bethune, remember that was their name, Jackie, their handle online, was out camping and they saw a van that was similar to Gabby Petito's and called it in. And that's how Gabby was ultimately found. So Gloria Gomez joining us, Fox 13. You have another citizen who knows the description of the SUV from Walgreens parking lot and sees it parked where? I believe that that's where the safe house was in a remote area of Hillsborough County. So wait a minute. He, he takes the car. He takes her in the SUV and then hides out. So nobody can find him? Right. The, the, they go off, and apparently Elisa's testimony is that they drove around. He was looking for a, quote, safe house that he knew of and finally ended up in a remote area out in the outskirts of Tampa, probably about 25 miles uh, from Tampa again, and ended up in this home, and that's where the Good Samaritan saw that description of the vehicle, called it in, and then police surrounded the home. That is amazing, Gloria Gomez. And Greg Smith joining us uh, with the Johnson County Sheriff's Office and Kelsey'sArmy.com. I've got no doubt in my mind, Greg Smith, he took her out to this remote location to kill her. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's a, that's a common thing. You, uh, uh, One of the things that we teach at the Kelsey Smith Foundation is if, if you leave crime scene one, you're not going to survive crime scene two. Crime scene one is usually where the abduction takes place. 
and then they take you someplace where they feel safe, where they think they're in control, where they can do whatever they want. Um, so by all means, he, he had a plan. I don't know that he had it planned out, but he had a plan that he was at least making up on the plot. Um, I think Nancy, his, his original plan was to charter, um, a boat and go out to sea and then to kill both of them. And to dump her body. And you know, how, how often is it that we see the mastermind kill the other person in the murder-suicide pact, and then amazingly, they manage to live? The, in any event, he was set to kill her, leaving five orphans behind but listen to our friends at WKMG. Some breaking new developments in Hillsborough County, where deputies say a woman kidnapped by her estranged husband has just been found. The sheriff's office says the suspect convinced their 14-year-old daughter to leave a window open on Friday night so he could come in and talk to his ex about their marriage. The sheriff said today Trevor Summers told the girl to take his car and drive her four siblings to his house. On Saturday, deputies say a witness saw a man force a woman into an SUV outside of a Walgreens. They say the woman had her hands tied behind her back and was screaming for help before she was pushed back into that car. Deputies say Trevor Summers was tracked down after a tip this morning. They say he resisted arrest and appeared to have a self-inflicted knife wound along his throat. A self-inflicted knife wound. Please stop. He does all this to his wife, then he you know, scratches himself on the neck, and I'm supposed to feel sorry for him? I'm not. I don't feel sorry for him. To hay with him. And he manages to survive his suicide attempt. But wait a minute. Listen to our cut 17, Jackie, our friends at WFLA. Summers and her attorney spent nearly five hours in court today for a grueling custody battle between her and her husband. And when they walked out today, they were not happy with the outcome. It took something like this to occur for the police to even take her seriously. And I can't say what happened today, but I can tell you that we're very disappointed in the outcome today. Attorney Stephen Glaro says his client, Elisa Summers, won't give up fighting for her children. The five kids, ranging in age from 14 to 3 years old, are currently staying with Trevor Summers' parents. He remains behind bars, accused of kidnapping her Saturday. This is going to prevent other people from coming forward when there's domestic violence. Okay, Gloria Gomez, Fox 13, I don't understand. He rapes and kidnaps her tries to kill her repeatedly, and some judge didn't give her full custody? Right. It was one of those situations where Elisa was so upset and frustrated, not understanding why the justice system would do this to her. And she fought it and fought it. And then Trevor Summers' parents uh, got involved. And so that complicated matters even more. It was, it was a legal mess. And so now she's dealing with the criminal case, but she's also dealing with the family matter case. What idiot judge would not give her custody? I don't understand that, Gloria. It happened. It happened. Uh, it took a while for things to be get sorted out, but it was messy for a while. That judge needs to be thrown off the bench, but I can now give you the good news. Take a listen to cut 28 WTSP. Guilty, a man accused of kidnapping and holding his former wife hostage was found guilty on all charges by a jury today. In 2017, investigators say Trevor Summers manipulated their 14-year-old daughter into taking his car and leaving with her with her uh, four younger siblings while Summers went into the house and took their mother, Alyssa Summers. She was later found after someone spotted her trying to escape. By a miracle, 
she escaped with her life and then has a judge not give her full custody? We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace Crime Story signing off. Goodbye, friend. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress, a collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The natural hybrid is made from natural latex, natural wool, and environmentally safe foams. The natural hybrid elevates your sleep and supports. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash nancy. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's easy breathe ventilation. You've got to win that battle against musty, damp basement air with the Easy Breathe Ventilation System. Listen, I've got a basement, I know. Take charge of your indoor air. It's easy with basement ventilation to remove musty odors, pollutants, allergens, airborne particles by 85%. An Easy Breathe Ventilation System creates air exchanges for cleaner, fresher, healthy indoor air. And right now, get $250 off your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. Just call 866-822-7328 or go to TakeChargeOfYourAir.com today. Thanks, Easy Breathe, for being our partner.